0: listening to God's Big Story, a podcast for kids. Every week we teach the Bible, sing the Bible, and talk about what it means with a friend or two. I'm your host, Julie, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean. I'm Sean. Hey, everybody. Today we're going to talk about how God made everything using a story from the Bible. This week we're going to keep going on a journey with Paul through the ancient world.
2: Last episode, we learned that the Apostle Paul and some of his friends were missionaries. They spread the gospel, or good news, that Jesus came to save sinners all across the world, like gardeners planting seeds.
0: That's right, Sean, and during his life, Paul went on three long missionary journeys. And we can use the word PACE, P-A-C-E, to help us remember each one. Let's try it. P stands for Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ he was sometimes also called Saul. A. Antioch, Paul's first journey. C. Corinth, Paul's second journey. And E. Ephesus, Paul's third journey.
2: Great job. Now, last episode, we also learned about Paul's first journey to a city called Antioch. Now, today, we are going to talk about his second journey to Corinth. Paul traveled to these places because there were lots of
0: people all over the world who had not heard the good news about Jesus, and they did not love God. Many of the people Paul talked to actually believed there were many different gods.
2: Many different gods? Wait, I thought there was only one God.
0: There is, but sadly, in those days, really like many people still today, people believed that there were many different gods, and... If they didn't worship them just right, bad things might happen to them. They even made pictures or images of their gods out of wood or rock or stone, and they were called idols. And the people worshiped these idols like they were gods.
2: Oh man, that is sad because they're really missing out on knowing, loving, and trusting the one true God. I mean, he's so good and he's real.
0: Yes, that's right, Sean. And that's why God sent Paul on missionary journeys. Many people did not know God. They were worshiping idols, lost and far away from God in their sin. Unfortunately, just like many people today.
2: Man, people really didn't know that the blocks of wood or rock that they were worshiping weren't gods? I mean, it seems a little strange, don't you think?
0: Yeah, it sure does. You know, Sean, maybe we could use some help from someone who knows a little bit more about wood and stone and making things. Maybe they could tell us why these idols were so special or why people trusted them. Someone Hmm. like... Hmm. Oh, I know! Someone like a craftsman. Let's say craftsman together. Craftsman. Craftsman.
3: Did somebody say
0: craftsman? Oh, hey, it's our good friend Josh. Welcome to the show, Josh. Well,
3: thanks for having me, Julie and Sean. I can always carve out some time for good friends. What's up? Uh,
2: Well, Josh... We were hoping that you could help us solve a whittle. Hmm. I mean, uh, a riddle.
3: A riddle, huh? Well, I am a crafty craftsman, so I, you know, would be more than happy to help. You get it? I I would be happy Mm, to help because of the
0: wood, you know? It's a joke. Yep. Josh, in our story from the Bible, we're going to hear about how some of the people were making these things called idols and worshiping them.
2: Yeah, I read about idols in other parts of the Bible, too. It seems like idols were really important to people, but Josh, we're confused. What are idols and why were people worshiping them?
3: Yeah, those are good questions, Sean. An idol is really just anything we love or trust more than God. That could be anything, a toy, a stuffed animal, a good meal, even our families. And sadly, because we're all born with hearts that are sick with sin, it's pretty easy to love and trust something more than we love and trust God.
0: Wow, well, I love lots of stuff and people too. Is that wrong?
3: No, Julie, uh, that's not wrong. It's not wrong to love other things or other people. That's actually a really good thing. It's only when we love those things or people more than we love God, that's when they become an idol. So
2: let me get this straight. People in Paul's day were worshiping their stuffed animals. Is that what you are trying to tell me?
3: (laughs) No, Sean, I don't think so. In ancient times, there were people like me, craftsmen, who would carve beautiful images or statues out of things like wood,
2: stone, gold or other precious materials. Well, I definitely don't have a stuffed animal made of gold. That doesn't even sound cuddly.
3: It sure doesn't. But actually, idols often did look like people or animals. And it took craftsmen lots of time and attention to detail to create them. But Sean and Julie, don't miss the point. It wasn't really about the idols. It was that the idols were made to look like the gods the people were worshiping.
0: Wait a second. But we don't even know what God looks like. How could they make idols to look like someone they didn't even know?
3: Ah, and that's just it, Julie. The idols the people made were not images of the one true God. Instead, they were images of the gods they worshiped, gods they believed were in charge of different things like the sun, the moon, animals, farming, or making bigger families. And sadly, They didn't understand that all of those things were made by the one true God who made
2: everything. That God alone is worthy of our worship. So the people in our story today made idols, or images of gods, who weren't really gods at all, out of wood or stone or metal so they could worship them?
3: That's right, Sean. But even those materials were made by God, the one true God who made everything. Besides, any true craftsman knows it isn't the creation we worship, but the creator. I use the gifts and talents God has given me to make beautiful things out of God's creation to glorify him and serve others, which is what God created us to do.
0: Wow, thanks so much, Josh, for joining us and sharing what you know.
3: Of course, I hope this helps and what's true about God really starts to take shape as you hear today's story from the Bible.
0: Our story today comes from the Bible. The Bible is God's true word. It is from God and about God, and it is true. Let's pray and ask God to help us listen and understand his word. God, we thank you so much for your word. Thank you for Jesus, who is the truth, and for the Holy Spirit, who helps us understand who you are and what you have done.
2: Amen. We have been learning about Paul an apostle and follower of Jesus who went on three long journeys as a missionary. A missionary is someone who tells other people in other places the good news about Jesus or the gospel truth. Last episode,
0: we talked about Paul's first journey to Antioch where he told many Jews and Gentiles about Jesus. Remember, a Gentile is anyone who is not a Jew or in other words, not an Israelite. Most people are Gentiles.
2: Many of the Gentiles believed and trusted what Paul said about Jesus. But sadly, many of the Jews, God's own people, did not believe what Paul said, that Jesus was God's son and the savior that God promised to send. So Paul and Barnabas left to share the gospel in other cities, and God brought many of those people into his family, the church, too. Then at the end of their journey, Paul and his friends sailed back to their families and their home church.
0: Now on his second missionary journey, Paul traveled all the way to a place called Corinth. On the count of three, let's say Corinth. one, two. Three. Corinth. The journey to Corinth was a very, very long trip. But once again, Paul was not alone. He brought his friends with him. Their names were Silas, Timothy, and
2: Luke. Road trip. On the way to Corinth, Paul and his friends passed through many of the cities they'd been to before on their first journey to help the new followers of Jesus there by praying for them and helping them learn even more about how to follow Jesus. They also shared the good news about him with many new people in those cities who became a part of the church too. God's family was growing and growing fast.
0: Then Paul and his friends came to a big important city where many, many people lived called Athens. Day after day, the people of Athens would spend lots of time talking about different ideas and thoughts that they had about the world. They didn't know what to believe or what was true, so they spent lots of time worshiping their own gods and talking about their own ideas. They also worshiped idols or images of those gods.
2: Along with these idols, the people of Athens made an altar to an unknown God. The people were so fearful of their gods and worried that if they didn't worship them right, bad things would happen, that they made an altar to an unknown God just to be sure they didn't forget to worship a God they might not know about. Now, Paul knew that the people of Athens were scared and confused, so he spent lots of time telling them about the one true God and about his son Jesus who came to save sinners.
0: Let's get an even closer look at this story by reading what Paul said to the people of Athens from the Bible. If you're at home, open up your Bible with me. Our story today can be found in the New Testament, the book of Acts, chapter 17, verses 24 through 25. I'll give you just a moment to find it. Acts 17, 24 through 25. Remember, it's okay to ask for help if you need it. And if you don't have a Bible with you right now, that's okay too. You can just listen closely. Okay, is everyone ready? Acts 17, 24 through 25 says, The God who made the world and everything in it, being the Lord of heaven and earth, does not live in temples made by man, nor is he served by human hands as though he needed anything since he himself gives to all mankind life and breath and everything."
2: Paul wanted the people to know that God doesn't live in houses or buildings. God is not an idol or an idea made by people. God made everything, including people, and not the other way around. He's the one true God who's always been and who will always be. Paul told
0: the people of Athens that God doesn't need anything. He doesn't need food, water, or money. God made everything and gives us everything we need to live. God even made a way for us to be with him forever when he raised Jesus from the dead.
2: Now, some people heard Paul teaching that God raised Jesus from the dead and they did not believe. They even made fun of Paul, but some people did believe and God gave them new hearts that loved and trusted Jesus. They were added to God's family, the church too.
0: That's right, Sean. Paul wanted everyone to know the real God, to know the real problem of their sin and to hear the really good news that Jesus came to save sinners. That's why he stopped by so many different towns and cities like Athens on his way to Corinth.
2: Now everyone who loves and trusts Jesus can be a part of God's family and can worship God with joy, not fear, because God is good and he's the only God who deserves all of our love, trust, and worship.
1: So parents, if you want your kids to discover the wonders of the Bible in a fun and engaging way, visit kidsandthebiblebook.com today. Let your
0: little ones be a part of God's special plan to bless the world.
2: Hey, you just heard God's word. Let's play a game to see what you've learned. We call it five Five second
0: Second fly through through review.
2: Josh is back to play
0: our game with us. Tell us how to play, Josh.
3: All right. Well, I'm going to ask you eight questions and you'll have five seconds to think of the answer. When the timer runs out, let's shout out our answers together
0: and see if you got it right. Okay, everyone. Are you ready? Because here here we go. go.
3: Question number one What do we call someone who tells other people and other places the gospel truth?
0: A missionary.
3: Question number two. Paul's second journey was to a city called what? Corinth. Corinth. Question number three. Which big, important city did Paul stop in on on his way to Corinth? Athens. Athens. Question number four. What were the people in Athens worshiping? Idols Idols. Question number five No No way way. Question number six Who did Paul tell them deserves all of our worship? The The one one true true God. God Question number seven Did God save some of the people listening to Paul and bring them into his family? Yes. Last question. Question number eight. Everyone who has ever loved and trusted Jesus is a part of God's family, the...
2: Church. How did you do? Did you learn something new about God today from the Bible? Or were you reminded of something good, true, or beautiful that you already knew? We sure hope so, but now it's time to live like it's true. This week, make something by yourself or as a family. Draw a picture, cook a meal. Who knows? Make a bird feeder together. The sky's the limit. Then thank God that he made you in his image so that you can make beautiful things out of his creation too and worship him.
0: As we finish up our time together today, let's worship God through a song that reminds us that God made everything.
4: The sun that dries the ground, the trees and mountains too, last but not least, God made me and you, God made me
0: For listening to God's Big Story, today's story was just one of the stories in the Bible,
2: which is really just one big story about one big God. And if you'd like to read more about how God sent Paul to Corinth and Athens and many other places along the way, you can turn to Acts 17, 24-25 anytime and read it together as a family, maybe over dinner. For more information or details about the show, be sure to check out this episode's description or visit TVCresources.net.
0: Tune in next time to God's Big Story. We'll see you again real
2: soon. Bye-bye now.